Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. I was trying to get her singing. Well, welcome back to C3. I'm your host, Colin. And I'm Jordan. Grab a cocktail and have a seat while we talk about some crime and our crippling depression. What's giving you crippling depression today, Jordan? I got two fucking things. So I'm... In a way, I'm a Stanley girly. My mom got me one because she got my sister one. So I get like... I love you also, so here's a cup for you solely so that way like you're also included in me buying this expensive thing for your <laughs> sister. And I love her, but the leaking at the top, when I fill it in the morning and take it to my car, pisses me the fuck off. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also going to like a work training this week, and I was like, well, I don't want to leave it there because I'm so paranoid. I'm going to leave it there even though that thing is like attached to me like a third limb. Um, so I bought this cup for Marshalls and I like low key hate it and I don't know how to feel. And then I try to find stoppers for my real cup and it just made me sad because it was all like, it sucks and I can't <laughs> find a good one. And then I'm also quitting like all nicotine. So I'm just dead inside, but I'm hydrating. I'm not someone who's fallen victim to any form of nicotine at all in my life. So I don't know what that struggle's like. Woo, I've quit like four times. You can tell, obviously, I've quit four times and went back four times because life be life in, but it's not that bad. It's just like the first three days are fucking miserable. Well, I beat nic- nicotine addiction and teen pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> Babs, you were never going to be a victim. <laughs> Unless you were the one somehow getting pregnant. Never worry. I'm dead. <laughs> but uh, for me, I don't really have anything. Well, I'm going to say it because... Kim Petras' new album came out. Yeah. So my te- crippling depression is temporarily cured. Yay. Yeah. We love that. It's a good time. Uh, we have another themed episode, which I theme. honestly need to keep track because I'm not sure where the fuck we are and honestly, when our next do whatever we want episode is. Really just be showing up once a week and However, trying our best. I did realize, well, because Jordan had mentioned me not too long ago that obviously if you listen, one of us talks in the left ear, one of us talks in the right ear. And I figured out how to make us both talk in both ears, which I think is going to help me a lot with editing. Woo! So, like, go team. It's one small step for quality. And We're doing it. Also, the washing machine is washing their clothes. Oh, just yeah. a callback. It's it's going right now. <laughs> just so, so you know. our recording setup is my <laughs> living room, a plastic fold-out table, and that's just it. We have I have nothing else going for us. We in love terms a of tape, a by the way. And there's five people of us that live here. There's five people of us. I'm at five of us that live here. <laughs> I'm also five people of us. I'm not even drinking and I can't talk. But it's yeah, okay. there's five of us that live here. So it's a full house and bitches got to do laundry. So I'm sorry, but that's just, it is what it is. I just be showing up for a good time. Not a long time. <laughs> Neither of us are drinking. I'm, I'm hydrating because I feel dehydrated. So I'm just drinking the pineapple coconut liquid IV. I'm hydrating, so... Oh, that sounds really good. I might steal one of those. Anywho... Uh, I want you to know that was the last one, and I'm oh, so sorry to hurt you like that. I can't stand you. I'm going home, actually. Thanks for coming on this week's <laughs> okay. episode. Thank you. Bye. bye. Um, damn. But I'm also hydrating, because if I drink, I'm going to want to smoke, so... No alcohol for me. We did make key lime margaritas the other day. Jordan didn't come, because she was I busy. I don't like key lime. But... Not a fan. They We used the Texas Roadhouse recipe, and that shit fucking slaps. I'm very so. proud of you for enjoying them. I did forget to check up on how they went that day, but I was getting my <laughs> coochie hairs ripped out, so. They were good. Um, so we are doing, I said victims that flipped the script, which is basically just like blanket statement for like either the victim got away somehow or victim ended up killing their killer, all that jazz. And 
Jordan officially went first last time, even though she made me give that mini story at the beginning. So I'm going to take it away this time. And this should be like a not super dark episode, thankfully. Fingers I don't know about crossed. Hers, but mine. I mean, mine's like sad, but like it depending on how you feel about the situation. I have a petition, so. Okay. Well, so I'm covering the case of Michalina Lewandowska. Lewandowska. We're going to go with that. So she met Marcin Kaz Prizak in 2005. Things went really well in the beginning. And then Marcin proposed in 2006. And in 2008, Michalina learned that she was pregnant. And things were great up until that point. He liked it and he put a ring on it. Yes, he did. And then, unfortunately, the relationship started to decline once he found out that she was pregnant. Huh? Yeah, I don't uh, understand. Go off, whatever. Mm-hmm. Live your life, Whatever, I guess. yeah. They caught off the engagement, but still lived together in Marcin's parents' house. So huh? she was from Poland, and this took place not in Poland. I can't remember where it actually took place. <laughs> Anywhere but Poland <laughs> is actually where it took place. Yes. Um, so Michalina <laughs> did continue to wear the engagement ring in hopes that they would be able to work things out. And in 2011... Michalina realized that it was clear they were not going to reconcile, and at some point, Marcin must have heard that she was getting ready to head back to Poland and take their she three-year-old took son. The walk so to Poland. <laughs> it's spelled <laughs> Jacob, but it's Jakob, I think. I fuck with that hard. I like that. But yeah. So she, uh, he heard that the, she was going to take back. Their, take their son and go back to Poland. So let me guess now he's pissed, even though it ruined Extra their relationship. Pissed, even though, yeah, I don't get it. Okay, but go off, loser. On Saturday, May 28th, Michalina was excited because Marcin had invited her to go shopping with his 17-year-old friend, Patrick Boris, I want to say. Why is he friends with the 17-year-old? I think they might be related. Oh, okay. Something. Maybe they're just friends. I don't know. It's peaked in high school type shit because he was a bodybuilder. I mean, very true, but also, like, sir... Why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't remember how respect they yourself. Friends. They are not great. <laughs> no. Um, when she came back out of the bathroom from getting ready, Marcin grabbed her hand and told mm. her he wanted to show her something. And then he proceeded to pull a 3000 volt stun gun out of his pocket and put it to her neck. Um, so she fell to the ground and he got on top to restrain her. She had come to at one point and asked him if he was going to kill her. And he reassured her that was not going to happen and they were just going to take her somewhere he told patrick to get the packing tape they gagged her bound her mouth ankles and wrists with the tape and a couple hours later they drug her into the kitchen and put her into a cardboard box then began taping it closed she started to scream and he leaned down and laughed stating i hated you for four years and you're never going to see your son again then why not just let her leave yeah i don't understand like what can't we just like why can't you just be like, okay, bitch, peace, go back to Poland, <laughs> yeah, like, just go? Maybe it was expensive and he didn't want to have to spend money to go see his kid. I or... mean, it doesn't sound like he was a great dad Yeah, if he's oh. doing this to the mother. Absolutely I'm sorry, that not. automatically, like, loses any dad points. I don't give a fuck how great of a dad you are. <laughs> the second you also disrespect the mom points out the fucking window. Yeah. So they loaded her into a vehicle, and she could tell that they had traveled some distance. They drug her around the ground and put the box into a shallow grave that had uh. that they had previously dug and eh. began to bury her alive. She started breathing shallow breaths out of fear of suffocating to death. 
she couldn't hear the sound of their vehicle and decided that it was time to try to get out. She then used the engagement ring she was still wearing and used its sharp edges to cut herself free from the tape and began cutting out the box as well. At this time, she did not know that they had put like a, they put like a massive log on top of it to try and ensure that she couldn't get out. But she was still able to escape from the grave. She was unsure of where she was, so she ran out of the woods and flagged down a car. The car stopped to hear her out, and the driver called the police, and 15 minutes later, they arrived at the crime scene. She showed them the cardboard box and explained what had happened, and they arrived to arrest Marson, who claimed he was not trying to kill her, only scare her. It's, like, it's almost like we heard that two episodes ago from another murderer. Um, I just want to understand how you think trying to bury someone alive with a fucking log on top of a cardboard box is like, oh, I was just scaring her. Yeah, no. Just scaring uh, her. <laughs> After leaving her there, he had withdrawn funds from her account and then went back with Patrick to play video games for several hours. And then in January of 2012, he was found guilty of kidnapping and attempted murder and sentenced to 20 years in prison. Patrick was found guilty of kidnapping, but because he was a minor at the time, he was only sentenced to four and a half years in juvenile corrections facility. The police later searched Marson's parents' home and found various chemicals and things to create explosives, and as a result, he was given a longer sentence. Well, that's good, but yeah, I don't give a fuck. But he needed to be in there longer. She's a badass. I mean, hope Loki helped her live because she was (laughs) like, maybe we'll work out. Sir, what the fuck? I dropped my phone. Forgive me, everybody. No, you're not forgiven. I'm leaving. <laughs> Anywho, her hope was like, bitch, keep that shit on. And she was like, ka-ching, ka-ching. Mm-hmm. See? That's why you always wear a fake ring, ladies, if you're not married, because you can kill somebody with it if you try hard They enough. make rings now that you can take off the little top, and there's a little tiny dagger. Yeah. No, I want to <laughs> fucking, like, diamond shape punch someone in their eye, you know? Mm-hmm. I like to give it the oomph. But yeah, fucking Patrick's a puss, and so is the other guy. Oh, absolutely. And She's queen. Yeah, I'm assuming uh, she got like full custody and went back to Poland <laughs> with her son. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna assume probably. Okay, because I would also leave anywhere else in the world and go back to Poland if that happened to me. So I'm just saying. I did read that she still has nightmares. Oh, I mean, I'm fucking sure she was almost buried alive. Swears that, well, she thinks that if he gets out, that he'll try and kill her again. Oh, for sure. He was so confident in his plan. Oh, absolutely. But, like, I'm glad she had the ring and was a baddie, cut herself out. Period. We love that for her. Queen moment. Not that the trauma was good for her, but, like, we love that she overcame. Mm. (laughs) We love a strong queen. I'm going to hand it off to Jordan. Okay, so... I found this case on the TikTok while I was also into the Titanic submersible. If this gives you like a timeline of where we're at (laughs) um, in the real world, this is only a few days after that. But this was like day two. I found this and I like kind of started looking into it because I was like, what the fuck? Like, I've never heard of this, but um, Internet had a fucking field day. Yo, I'm so going to hell. Like, it's horrible that that happened to them. But at the same time, these memes Delicious. Oh, yeah. So I'm so okay with like going to hell. Our entire generation's If I'm thing. ever in a situation like that and people don't make memes about it, I'm going to be fucking mad as fuck <laughs> from the afterlife. Right. Like, if you don't use my trauma for good comedy, like, what was the purpose? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Like, and then I just went through with that for nothing? Wrong. <laughs> Anywho, so I'm covering the case of Christopher Bennett. I, I took flip the script all the way. Okay, I'm ready. And a little bit extra, because he went the extra mile, I guess. So we'll see. (laughs) Um, But in July of 2003, Christopher Bennett broke into Vincent McDormand's house. 
um, with the intent to get a check from Vince that was promised to him if he lied in a court case against his mother. Um, so that way, Vincent would have custody of, like, Christopher's younger sibling. So that was, like, the mom's boyfriend at the time they were in a custody case. He needed money. Doesn't sound like the best family life situation. It's very conflicting on these. Like I said, I found it on TikTok, went to, like, the the petitions and stuff, and mm-hmm. got any information I could. Okay. Um, when he broke into the house, he heard his youngest um, sibling, who was six at the time, begging her dad to stop touching her and that he was hurting her. Chris ended up killing Vince um, to stop the abuse of his younger sisters, and he was convicted of breaking and entering robbery and capital murder for shooting Vincent to death, which, like I stated before, was his mother's boyfriend for years. His half-sister, Victoria McDormand, who was six at the time, she now, like, fully supports him and is actually also part of the movement to kind of get him free now. At the time, he was given a choice of facing the death penalty for his crimes or accepting a plea bargain, which, of course, you know, he's fucking young as shit, so he's, like, terrified. And he took, he decided to go, he didn't even have a trial, by the way. He just took the sentence of three life sentences, um, 600 years each, giving him a 1,800 years years, um, that he has to spend in jail. CPS refused to remove the girls in multiple claims from the house as well because it had been reported multiple times. Um, where they were emotionally, physically, and sexually abused, so trigger warning on that, but I don't really go into it too much. This is really it. However, after he did break into the home, Christopher apparently did steal his checkbook and leave. So, I mean, also at the same time, like, not great, but also, like, get him. You know, (laughs) if he was really doing that, like, period, I agree with him. Like, let him go. He saved, you know what I mean, his siblings. He did what he needed to do. Yeah, couldn't you just hit him with, like, a theft charge and then move on with your life? Yeah, literally. But um, but she's... Victoria currently calls him a hero for saving her when she was just six. Um, she has gone on the record claiming that she was too young at the time to resist being um, molested and that she was too young to reveal the truth in the investigation and now is starting to speak out because she's like, holy shit, like, what the fuck? He's in jail, like, forever... I was too young to understand. And I'm just trying to it. figure out how we got three 600 year sentences and he got sentenced to life for clearly defending somebody. They just went for and, it. They really said full send. They intimidated we him. We have fucking serial killers that get out after like 10 fucking years and just get do- back to doing whatever they were doing. Three Virginia intimidation. I don't know what to tell you. Like that's, it's crazy. Like that's why this is such a big thing right now. And the bitches I just covered in the last episode. Yeah. Like, I'm over it. Yeah. They had reached out to Northam, who was the previous governor, to grant clemency for him. Um, and he had granted hundreds to inmates in Virginia's prisons during his four years in office, more than the previous nine governors combined. He ignored everything about him. Vincent as well, who was the man who was killed, he had been accused of physically um, and sexually abusing Christopher's mother. And he also molested Christopher when he was younger as well. And um, so isn't there like, so it's just, I feel like there's an insanity plea or something, but there there is, I also have something that I got off of someone's here to post. I'll try and find, but it looks like it's something that he wrote in his sent to like a sis, like a sister, someone who's on his side, Okay, a story. So I do want to read it, try to find it everywhere else. I couldn't find it. I don't know where they got their source from, but it seems genuine as his writing. So I will read it. 
But so there's a lot of like proof and they can bring these up and he just ignored it. So they're trying for clemency again with the new governor. The Free Christopher Bennett movement has collected more than 150,000 signatures on the petition. And many of those came after national attention was brought because they were featured on Dr. Phil. He bought attention to the lengthy sentence and that some of it falls into a category of like cruel and unusual punishment, despite the fact that he agreed to accept it via the plea bargaining like that's fucking so excessive like one life sentence would have been enough they didn't need to add three for 600 fucking years yeah like that's a lot of fucking time like no like he wants to get out with one if he didn't want him to get out you know he was only 18 at the time too so he was like fresh young adult Mm -hmm. and after serving nearly a decade behind bars much support of his release had led to advocacy including glenn allen and maria morales an executive assistant being placed in charge to help out with that as well. Um, Janet Lee has also been working with um, Christopher's sisters to collaborate the claims of what's happened and especially what happened in 2003. Um, one of the articles, it's called like Otero First Person News. One of the sisters actually writes about the night of the killing and what her life was like before. And it's like devastating to read, but it is like her first person view. Like she's like talking to you in conversation, like how we are now. Yeah. I 10 out of 10 recommend reading that. That gives a lot of background information about it as well. But obviously she doesn't know what really happened for it to go down, but she's was there and explained what happened. But yeah. So for those who who want to join the movement of getting him free because of this crime, or lend any kind of financial support for the attorney fees, you can contact the Morales at Arlington Law, PLLC, at 4050 Inslake Drive, um, and it's Suite 190 in Greg Allen, VA, 23060, or you can call 804-294-2719. The petition is also on change.org, and I also got some information as well from the Virginian Review other than this TikTok thing, but this is like a message from him. It looks like a prison message, but it says, um, 10 years of torment, 10 years of shame, 10 years of our dark little secret was too much pain locked away in the darkest, loneliest parts of my memories, believing I would never relive those nightmares until I did until seconds felt like hours until I believed I was watching my nightmares replayed right in front of me until I believed that fat piece of shit was laying on top of me, unable to move, becoming his personal playground. Until my breath was taken by the smell of his unwashed, pungent body odor, I believed it was over. I believed until that moment of seeing my helpless baby sister going through the same torments I had endured for ten years. In that short moment of eternity, I sacrificed my life, saving three innocent children. One child rapist stopped, three innocent baby girls saved from continuous sexual abuse. Eighteen years, five months old, when my life was lost to incarceration... 19 years, 5 months I have been incarcerated, 1,781 years, 7 months left on my sentence, only 1% of my sentence is completed. So, that's something I also found, like, in the sources. Don't know if it's 100% accurate. Like, uh, you don't know if it was actually, actually written by him? Actually written by him, but it does match information on the case, obviously. Oh, for sure. And it's Regardless, been Regardless, it's a pretty, like, he powerful was, piece of literature, yeah. though. Have but written. he was for sure that Vincent was a piece of shit. Like it was proven time and time again, multiple claims and everything. Did they do so. rape kits on the girls? Like find DNA or anything like that? I didn't, they were just like, hey man, I want to take this plea or not? And you know, so no one did their due diligence. Nobody, to like... not nope. Okay, nothing that Noted. I could find at least. 
We love that. Like I said, I, it was Virginia news sources, and it's also not that well talked about of a case until more recent for the clemency pleas. But he definitely flipped the script and got his revenge, saved his sisters, you know. I feel like he did a good thing. He did, for sure. Because I definitely feel like it's all true-ass shit, so. Well, I hope that the movement's able to get him freed. Uh, me too, because honestly, like, I feel like anybody in their fucking right mind, if it's CPS was obviously involved and didn't take care of anything, sometimes, like, just do it your fucking self. I take the punishment <laughs> if someone was doing that. Modern so problems like, require modern solutions. I mean, the ocean said eat the rich. I'm saying kill the pedophiles. I'm into it. I fuck with it. Vibe the vibe. <laughs> Worker revolution. Kill kill the pedophiles. I'm in. It's just... Love it. But the entire system I mean, needs I reform. I mean, I do the same thing if someone was doing that to my sister and no one was fucking helping I me take care of it. I saw this shit on TikTok a while ago. And this, is, in theory, has nothing to do with this case, but it has everything to do with the system. Um, and these people take their, quote-unquote, foster children... To basically do, like, a fashion show walk to try to be picked by other parents and everything. And it's a legal thing that happens in America. And I'm going to have to look Wait, it up. hold on. You mean, like, the... Not the orphanages, but the orphanage would, like, have them do, like, a little strut. No, I'm saying, like... So, like, me and you, we're foster parents. And we, we just have don't a child want here. this child. We... Or, I'm, I don't know if they do it with their own children, too. It's, like, yeah, kids that don't have parents and they take them so they take little orphan boy they make him walk a fashion show yeah. in front so of other let's people. say we have a child uh, orphan child that we do not like or want they just go to this thing and then make him walk and like like walk until so- he's chosen or like is- just hope that someone else is gonna pick him so if they don't pick that. him that day they have to take him back or they just leave him there i don't know what happens i like i said i'm gonna have to do the research i'm gonna Please. send it to you Please, after this because what the fuck yeah. my brain hurts I, so bad <laughs> i'm like having a stroke <laughs> um huh <laughs> i can't even remember i was fucking shook when i saw it though but i, I have it saved on my tiktok saves all eight million of them so i'm gonna I have literally to scroll and find it sometimes but, i'll go in there and i see how many are like removed and i'm like ooh, i should probably go through these yeah and then i'm always just like ooh, that's a recipe that i want to make and, and I, it goes I don't in, even fucking go in there and look it's the, the only abyss. time i go back into my saves on tiktok and look is when it's something funny and i want to show it to someone even then i just save it to my phone and then i never look at it again so but really it's a one and done for me so my case was a little bit more positive than jordan's not that it was a good case but it had a happy ending yeah and we need to make jordan's case also have a happy ending yeah like i said even if you just want to read up on it yourself before you do anything there is the petition on change.org though um it's very close to a lot of signatures so okay if you guys feel like it's the right thing to do go ahead and support it but that's up to you guys. I'm not going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Live your truth. And sometimes your truth is, I'm going to kill this person because they are molesting children. And I agree with that truth. So, yeah. anywho. I mean, if I win the lottery, that's I'm going to have a little kill bus. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be like Israel Keys, but for pedophiles. <laughs> so, I mean, really. Can't really. <laughs> yeah, I'm still, I stopped listening to Josh Hallmark's podcast about Israel Keys because the man just makes. Makes your fucking Listening skin crawl. He did made me. He's such a cocky. He is such a cocky white motherfucker. Yeah. He is such a. I'm a white man, and that's cool for me. Like that's how he, he peaked in high school. Mm-hmm. Most he actually of them peaked have. probably in like elementary school, and that's why he's such a pussy. But go <laughs> off. But if you 
this was a short episode because both of our cases were pretty straight to the point. Like this happened and this happened. And this bone apple teeth. Bone <laughs> apple teeth chief. <laughs> but if you enjoyed the episode, which it was brought to my attention. I don't know if I brought it up. But the first three episodes of our podcast are quiet as fuck because I think I was too worried about screaming in people's ears so now people can't even hear them, which may or may not be why some of our listeners said no, bitch, after the first episode. But I'm going to figure out how to go back and re-upload them with better sound quality. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I promise I'm going to be doing some digging into because I'm using the Audacity app in order to edit and record. And I don't know a whole lot about this because I literally woke up one day and said, let's do a podcast. And then all of us... Here we are. I love how all of us is the two of us. (laughs) Me and Jordan. It's (laughs) just us. (laughs) I'm just winging it as I go and figuring shit out when the problems arise. But yeah, so if you would like to support the show, we do have a Patreon. It is at C-3 Podcast. You can find us by searching it. I'm going to get the custom link up and running sometime soon. Hopefully get a link tree up and running because I know I say I'm going to do things this week frequently but it's often not gonna happen because a bitch is depressed and i work too much and it's just i would just like to say it's fucking june and i opened my eyes yesterday and it was definitely the day before like january 16th so (laughs) last week for me is all the way in january so Mm -hmm. a little bit like it's fair but yeah so we have a patreon jordan our instagram is C.3 podcast. She's our Instagram woman at slash. I'm the lady. Please like the post. I try my best, but I don't want to be too disrespectful in there because it is very much more public than even though this is public. Like, I don't want to be cracking jokes in the description. Oh, for sure. They're very bland with no personality, but mm. I'd rather be respectful, especially when I post photos of victims. Yeah. So just please like them anyway. I try my best. And then she's also our email lady. And oh, yeah. she works no really one's hard ever emailed on me. the emails that are just I get so excited in. whenever I get an email. And then I'm like, oh, it's just like a spam email on the work work chat. So if you happen to be someone who's not like directly related to us or a friend in real life, please send an email and just, I don't know, just say like, hi hey, or sister. <laughs> James Charles, please don't email us. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. No, absolutely I will not. fucking block you right now. James Charles in his singing era, but me too though. Honestly, no, it was it's awful. Okay. I'm glad that delusion. I'd be, I'd be is singing over. sometimes. I can't sing, but we'd be trying out here. But yeah, so we have maybe a Patreon. that's what tier five dollar tier will be. So I had an idea the other day, and I can't fucking remember what it was now. So Slack. I just need to because all the time at work, like I'll be like, "Ooh, that's a great idea," and then forget <laughs> to type it into my phone. So next time I think of it, because I like to believe it'll come back, I will type it down and. We can figure our shit out. But yeah, so we have a Patreon. For a dollar a month, you can gain access to bonus content episodes that are being released on the second Saturday every month. Jordan's laughing at me. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon. <laughs> and most most of our patrons, well, every single one of our patrons are friends and our moms. <laughs> and my boyfriend's mom. It's a good time. Go moms. We love you. Yay. Happy Happy Mother's Father's moms Day belated. Yeah, my dad hasn't even listened. But um, I mean he did have a fucking like major heart attack. Twelve episodes after we started. Maybe he can't handle the stress of trying to support us. I don't know. Either he way. Because we're gonna be so famous, he's like, Oh my god, I can't for- take care of it. <laughs> 
Either way, for the bonus content episodes, currently I cover cryptids, something paranormal. Jordan is bouncing. I really between. just show the fuck up, yeah, and I just am like, listen like, to what I'm going to tell you. This about sounded tonight. interesting. Let's go. And for five dollars a month, you're just giving us extra. Yay, because we don't have any ideas at the moment. Honestly, and at this point, I'm about to start sending like Polaroid feet pics out. It's, if you want to include your mailing address in an email, I'll send you feet pics. I, I promise at some point, though, me and Jordan are going to hang out and I actually come up with an idea for it. And then for $15 a month, you can you gain bonus content episodes as well as you get to an entire episode basically yours. Dude, I'm fucking kung fu fighting with some gnats. I hope y'all can hear my <laughs> nails clacking in the background like... Just know I'm fucking trying to like clamp them. Yeah, it, there's flies. It's summer in the south. But yeah, so thank you anybody who has listened this far. And we promise there will be better production on the sound. That's a me thing because I don't know what the fuck I'm doing and I'm trying. And we'll eventually pump out more Patreon content. Jordan, you got anything to add? Slide me an Instagram DM. Give me your best pickup line in there. Just for shits and gigs yeah, to see if I know you're really making it to the end of the episode. <laughs> How and, about that? And that's a murder. Period. <laughs> <laughs>